When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I wish you could just shut your big yapper. Now it's time for a long walk to Cleveland with Rudy Povich. Good luck finding a DJ who can move and shake like this. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and every morning live on Instagram. That shit sounds pretty good on blow, mixed with tequila and wine. On an empty stomach. Morning, everybody. Thank you for joining me on a long walk to Cleveland. Find this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. Every morning, 9.45 a.m. It's live on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. Today, we're going to cover the Weird Al biopic. Also, the Mile High Flub. Can we have one of those? I believe so. First, let's take a look at some live dates, shall we? Coming up this weekend, if you're going to be in Michigan, which I don't know why you would, but I'm going to be... <laughs> Me and uh, my good friend Frank Roach, who you guys should look that dude up. He is a beast of a comedian and an all-around good guy. Was also did a little bit of time on America's Got Talent. I think he got through like the first five or six rounds, something like that. We're in. I'm gonna screw this up. Is feminine? Is feminine? Michigan. I just said Marquette. Because it's literally right next door to Marquette. That's probably the easiest way to say it. I'm not sure exactly where we're going. I don't even know if it's Frank Roach that I'm going to be driving with. Could be a cyborg. Not sure. Either way, I know I got a show there. December 3rd, Austin, Texas at the Vulcan Gas Company. And then coming up, December 10th, The Dirty Show. Over in Northeast Minneapolis. Spring Street Tavern. Club Underground. A bunch of dirty scumbag nasty degenerate comics essentially just being nasty dirty scumbags 10 bucks the dirtiest ten dollars you'll ever spend absolutely hand down all right uh so i did watch the weird al biopic i brought this up weird al is kind of the common denominator that my daughter and i have together we are lifelong fans i've been a lifelong fan since she's only been 14 years on this planet. That's the one thing, like, when she was young, she really dug eclectic kind of weird music. She was super into Devil Makes 3 and Brett Denon. And then the teenage taste sort of caught up with her. Now we're kind of more into the Katy Perry's, the Taylor Swift's. We listen to a lot of Harry Styles in the car. With some of that music, I'm totally down with. I don't mind it. When she plays the... Bang, 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 metronome. So put, jump, bang, 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 thoroughly enjoy Weird Al Yankovic. My mom, not a fan growing up. Thought it was weird. Thought it was... It's so funny that a guy who's that squeaky clean parents had such a problem with. 
But he was uh, he was basically the guy who brought me up, man. Then when I turned 14, I was like, I'm hard. I'm a gangster. Hand me that Menace to Society soundtrack. I don't need Weird Al anymore. I'm a badass, Mom. I'm a badass. I listen to N.W.A. Little did I know that I'd be getting back on the Weird Al train much later in life. UHF was a fine movie. But the Weird Al biopic Weird is a million times better. And of course, going into it, I was going to watch it, and I didn't even think about it. Why wouldn't he do this? It's a parody of a biopic. Obviously. Why did I not even think about it? I'm like, I can't wait to watch the Weird Al biopic. I bet it's going to be very insightful. It is, hands down, one of the wildest rides cinematically I have been on in a long time. And that Daniel Radcliffe, oh my goodness, that dude is absolutely lights out one of the funniest... Fine, you guys wanted it. He, listen, everybody's like he was—he's Harry Potter. He'll always be. No, no, no. He's much more than that. If you want to see that guy act his ass off, watch him in Weird. If you want to see him get completely out of character, watch him in a movie called Guns Akimbo. Killer movie. Watch him in a movie called Swiss Army Man. Him and Paul Dano. Stunning movie. Everything about it, the concept, the plot, the acting, it's amazing. So why is it that you guys are just going to pigeonhole him as Harry Potter? He's much more than that. But the movie's great. Like I said, I'm not going to give anything away. I would much rather have you guys not be angry at me. Because like I said yesterday, it's infatality. Don't be giving away no spoilers yet. There's time. New TV shows. If you record them, if you are a fan, if they come out on TV, you have 72 hours. If you do not watch said 22 minutes of programming in a three-day period, it's not my fault. You are the one walking out there, no bulletproof vest on. You should probably sit down, make an appointment. It's appointment viewing. Sit down. You know what day it comes out. If you are a big fan of The Simpsons, they are on at 7 p.m. every single Sunday. If it gets to be Wednesday morning and you still haven't watched, not my fault. Actually, under my rules, it would be Wednesday evening. So you still would have until 7.30 Wednesday night. If you can't fit it in somewhere in there, that's not my problem. I need to talk about it with people. So for TV shows, it's three days, 72 hours. Movies, you get two months after it comes out onto a streaming service that you already pay for. I don't expect people to go out and drop a few extra bucks on an Amazon Prime but if it, that thing ends, if you have HBO Max and that thing drops on HBO Max and you haven't watched it in two months, sorry, I'm talking about it. Ghostbusters Afterlife. That shit came out on Stars like three months ago. Still have not watched it. You get it. Every single platform gives you a seven day free trial. If you have not watched it in that time, that is not my fault. I don't know what to tell you. Amanda, he's a fantastic actor. He's one of the best. How that guy doesn't have an Academy Award yet? He'll be one though. I said the same about Shia LaBeouf, which that might still happen. I, you watch. He will end up with a Best Actor nomination. He's too goddamn good to not. You just get lost, in, except for when he was swinging from the vines with the monkeys in that dumbass Indiana Jones movie. That's the only time I've ever watched Shia LaBeouf in something and been like, dude, you, you missed the mark on this one. I get it. You're probably in it just to, hey, man, you just got to get a... Uh, 
You just got to get a paycheck. I 1,000% understand. Danielle, I grew up listening to Weird Al. Both my parents were fans of his. No kidding. Yeah, in the in the movie, they, they drop a mention about how parents were not big fans of his, which maybe, I don't know, I guess I grew up with it. I was going to say, well, maybe that's also a parody. That is not a parody. My mom thought it was just so strange and didn't get it at all. But now, like, into her 50s, yeah, she totally 1,000% gets it. Absolutely. So I would say uh, if you if you have nothing, and here's the thing, man, Roku, didn't know this, Roku channel, it's free. You got to put up with a couple of ads, well worth it. It does. They cut it off. They almost shot it, because sometimes you'll watch a movie that has ads, and they just, it almost feels like just like mid-scene, they just cut it off and go right to commercial, and you're like, could you, God, it's almost as if they shot this with commercial breaks in mind. Like, it's going to be six chapters, two chapters for each act, and in between, you're going to have to deal with 90 seconds of commercials. So in an hour 45, you, I don't know, you watch eight minutes of commercials. It's very reminiscent of a time when you actually had to sit down and get up and go get something to drink during the commercial break. You had no choice. There was no pausing. Get your ass up. Get that popcorn. Get your Hustle your ass back. I think David Tell does a whole bit about having a hernia because he's on the toilet and he hears the theme of the Simpsons start up. <laughs> God, it's funny. Meg, I think my first concert was Weird Al at the State Fair. Dude has been around. Danielle, my dad introduced me to his parodies and I realized how great he was. He even saw him at the State Fair. Yeah, I think he's done the State Fair a few times now. I've never, I haven't gone to that State Fair show. I believe my mom had taken my daughter and a few other people the last time he was in town but yeah i don't know any and, and uh, my daughter's mom was here yesterday and i was just kind of re-watching the ending of it because i had kind of got a little busy towards the end and missed some things but as we watched it she said can you think of anybody else who has a career like weird Al or is allowed to do what he has done and get away with it because any other parody you you're, you're considered a hack. But for some reason, that guy is lovable. I mean, you have your Stephen Lynch's. You have your Tenacious D's. You have, you know, you have your Henry Phillips's of the world. But you don't have anybody else who does it like Weird Al does. You do a parody, it's you're, you're not considered somebody who is of upper echelon comedy. Which I like me a good parody song. I know I liked creating them for radio. I think that was the big one. I liked creating them. I wouldn't do them, but I liked creating them, like writing them for other people, doing words and stuff. But yeah, it's funny that. And what else this movie does is it really does remind you of some of the weirdos we made famous in the 80s. It's got Wolfman Jack, Frank Zappa, Pee Wee Herman, Tiny Tim, Andy Warhol, the list goes on. Uh, Elvira. The list goes on and on of all the like strange, eclectic people that we made famous in the 1980s. I don't know. I would say if you got nothing cooking this weekend and you got yourself an extra two hours, feel free to watch that movie in its entirety because uh, they really did an outstanding job with it. The way it's the way it's made, the the the, the visual effects, the storyline, 
you know, if you watch that Funny or Die parody trailer with Aaron Paul from Breaking Bad years ago when he was going, I'm the weird one. Oh, my God, dude. It was so funny. Uh, maybe you guys came across this little gem over the weekend. From uh, My weekend is still screwed up. I feel like today is only Tuesday, even though it's Friday, just because I was traveling, had corporate gigs uh, early in the week, and I didn't get back to town until Wednesday. So for me, it still feels like the beginning of the week and that we're not even getting into the weekend yet. But there was a man on a plane, and the way they describe this is great because they're like, he exposed himself. And then so much more. There was chatter what had happened when we were on the plane, and the talk was that he had, had exposed himself. And now it find out that it was a little more than that. Not something that you expect. Flying home, three Metro Airport police officers boarded the plane, and within seconds they were escorting a guy off the plane. Okay, so this is uh, usually when stuff like this pops up. I'm like, ah, quit your bitching, Jesus Christ. You know how long those flights are sometimes? But this is one of these things where I'm like, it's weird. I always try to find a way to go against the grain of what people are using. Oh my God, you hear how disgusting that is? Lay off this guy, okay? You don't know what he's been through. But to see it firsthand, man, Los Angeles. uh, Just saw like a homeless dude just sitting on the sidewalk, back up against a brick wall, jacket. And not like over the top of him, just jacket over his midsection. But you can see his hand vigorously moving up and down. And I'm like, dude, listen, I get it. It's weird. I'm not going to come walking past you. I'm definitely going to the other side of the street. But I get I get that. But when it's that close and personal and you're stuck on a plane with somebody for that long, man, like, like I get everybody gets like a little bit of Mississippi leg hound in them and they want to, you know, be able to get it out right then and there, dude. You got to be able to control that stuff. Ladies have such an easier time doing it. That's got to be like the one advantage of having a vagina over that schlong is the fact that it's just, I don't know. There's no like, there's no up and down motion. There's no, yeah, I don't know. Plus you ladies are always cold. Take your hands, stick it in between your legs. Be like, no, listen, Betty is just, she's a freeze baby. I don't know what to tell you. Little do we know, Betty's doing a little bit of Netflix and chill. Which by the way, how come that hasn't taken off? Netflix and chill should be, that should be the term everybody uses for female masturbation. Netflix and chill. Why is that not taken off yet? What's up, MJ? Uh, Danielle, Tiny Tim was another one my dad introduced me. He was the reason uh, for my love of music. Tiny Tim is the reason for your love of music? I gotta say, I wasn't a fan of Tiny Tim. He had the tiptoe through the tulips. And that was really about it. And everyone's like, yeah, but he's a Minnesotan. I'm like, not all Minnesotans put out great music. Prince is like 75, 25. 75% of Prince's music is amazing, timeless. The other 25 is absolute horseshit. It's awful. Bob Dylan. I drove past Bob Dylan's old house this weekend, and I was like, God, his music sucks. I hate the fact that I have to be associated with that man's hometown. It's so bad. God. Anyway. All right. Well, guys, I'm going to have to cut. This got to be a short walk to Cleveland today because uh, I'm setting up, even though my daughter is not in gymnastics anymore, 
I do get the occasional email from them like, hey, since you were the guy who took care of all this stuff, would you mind helping out? That's the thing about life that I've never been able to understand with some people. And that is, if you have the means to be able to help somebody out, just why does it have to be so difficult? Just goddamn do it. I was a part of that show last night, Comedy at the Crane, and Jesse Jacobs, who was running that thing, had come up to me after my set, and he tried to hand me 20 bucks. And he goes, it's not much, man, but just thanks for doing this. Because it was like a charity event. And I said, uh, I said, what are you doing? I said, fucking, dude, you keep your money. He's like, no, 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 let, let, me, let me pay you. I'm like, I, that negates the reason why we do what we do. Now, if you're a multi-million dollar establishment, like, well, I'm just throwing it out there because I've, I've, I've done it before. The Randy Shaver Golf Classic. The Randy Shaver Golf Classic, yes, they should pay you. That thing churns millions of dollars every single year. But Jesse, just having a little fundraiser in uh, downtown Minneapolis, what is he going to raise? A thousand bucks? Why be a dick? I had the, one of the best five-minute sets of the year last night. Dude, keep your fucking money. I was like, put it back in the coffer. I don't want your money, dude. I get why when you're like 22 and someone's like, you want to do a charity event? I'll give you 50 bucks. They're like, absolutely. I get it. You are the charity at that age. I'm a fucking grown man. I've done well. <laughs> I don't need your 20 bucks. What I need is for other comics to feel bad for taking money when I say go ahead and just donate it to the uh, charity. That's what I need. I need other comics to feel like they should give up. I need them to feel bad that they got paid for a charity event. That's really what I was doing. I was like, listen, I don't need your money. I've made it. My microwave hangs in my kitchen. My television hangs on the wall. They're not on the same stand anymore. When I have a hole in my sock, I throw away both socks. That is how well I have done in life. So I am trying to make other comedians feel bad for getting paid for doing a charity event. That's how I got into the weekend. You guys enjoy. We'll catch you back here on Monday. Find this podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Stitcher every single morning, 9.45 a.m. It's live on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram again. Thank you guys so much. Have a great weekend. We'll see you later. Thank you for taking a long walk to Cleveland. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.